You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, the Trend Zone. Hello and welcome to the Trend Zone. Dave here with Casey and each week at the Football Radio Show, we give you our expert insight, analysis, and opinions on the top stories trending in the NFL. Are you ready, Casey? Yes, sir, I am. And I think I see um, what appears to be a signpost up ahead. (laughs) That's correct, sir. You've just crossed over into the trend zone. And in today's episode, Casey, we'll, of course, talk about the top trending stories. We'll finish up our survival picks section unfortunately we'll do the go back that sounds picks. ominous it does we'll do the go back picks of the week and we will preview some of the big games coming up this week in the nfl including of course uh the awesome slate of games on turkey day but first casey before we get to what's trending let's get started with a tasty nug for the people well, I don't know how tasty this nug is, but it is dank and it is green, especially if you're an Eagles fan, dude. I'm about to lay it down, brother. Start popping corks, dude. Eagles, the 51st team in the modern era, Super Bowl era, that is, the start of season 9 and 1. And now prior to them doing that, um, the other 50 teams that have gone 9 and 1. Yeah. They've all made the playoffs. Woo! Almost half have advanced to the Super Bowl, Dave, and 22% have won the Super Bowl, baby. It's now or never for these Eagles, man. They've pushed all the chips forward. But, hey, if uh, history is going to repeat itself, they're in line, dude. Wow. That is some heavy-duty statistics, that's case. blowing minds. Yeah. Yeah, in Philly, Dave. I have a feeling you're about to blow my mind with an even <laughs> danker nug, dude. That's right. Well, Casey, it's sort of an aberration of win streaks going on, including those Philadelphia Eagles, along with them and the Saints. They're on eight-game winning streaks, dude, which is pretty epic. And then you throw on top of that that Minnesota and New England each are on a six-game win streak, and the Stellars come in having won five in a row. That is some crazy-ass win streaks late in the season like this, dude. The NFL never ceases to blow your mind. Dude, mind blown, bro. <laughs> All right, Casey. Let's start getting to some of these stories. And as as we often tend to, let's start this thing off with some unfortunate news. It's the injuries, Casey. Start us off with our own Los Angeles Rams, dude. Yeah, dude, this is a bummer talking about these cats every week. And this week you mentioned we had one of ours own, Robert Woods. Um, he hurt his shoulder last week against the Vikings, man. A lot of stuff got hurt in that Vikings game for LA fans, but, uh, looks like he will come back, but he's definitely going to be out a couple of weeks. And that's bad news for the Rams, dude, because this guy was starting to really connect with Goff. And if you're lucky enough to scoop him up off of the, uh, free agent pile in your fantasy league, you were stoked, but unfortunately you're bumming, but Hey, he should be back for the playoffs. No doubt about it. And, uh, speaking of another team that's doing some streaking, man, it's the Saints um, losing defensive end Alex Okafor. He lost. Uh, he's gone for the season with the Achilles tendon tear. Ouch. Yeah, dude, a running back for uh, Washington. Chris Thompson went out. That was a gnarly-looking uh, leg break there, the fibula. He's on the IR. He's going to need surgery. And keep it with the running backs, Dave. Dante Foreman for the Texans. We saw it, man. It looked like an ankle, but it was a, an Achilles there. Yeah. So that's a bummer for him. Luckily for the Texans, they got Andre Ellington 
uh, off of waivers from the Cardinals. You might want to take a flyer on him. But if you were lucky enough to get Samaje Ryan like myself, <laughs> you might not time, need him. then you might be stoked moving forward at running back. Dave, a couple receivers, too, going down. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. It's the Kelvin Be- Kelvin Benjamin. Uh, you know, he got whacked pretty good in the knee in, in that Chargers game. Uh, looks like, obviously, uh, because of his cons- sort of history of knee uh, situations, they're going to be careful with him. It was not an ACL. It looked pretty bad, uh, but it was not. They, they looked, looked to get. Yeah, it was. They looked to get Jordan Matthews back, though. Uh, he was almost ready last week, so looking to get him back in the mix. So uh, trade off there. And depending on uh, what uh, side of the fence you're on in Miami, Cutler, he uh, left the game with a concussion last week. Matt Moore came in, played pretty well, got them back in it, but couldn't get uh, the win there. So um, we'll look at those guys moving forward. And, uh, uh, you know, as the game gets closer, we'll find out what's happening there. But I don't mind more. Yeah, dude. All uh, right. Yeah, I mean, phew. I'll tell you what, tons of injuries in this season. When you look at the big names uh, that have gotten banged up this year, the list is, I mean, it always seems like it's ridiculous, but it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's brutal. All right, Dave, there's some good news out of your division. If you ask Charger and Chiefs fans, a couple firings, or maybe it's bad news. I don't know. Moving forward, dude, started with the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders uh, decide that their defense is horrible, um, and uh, defensive co- uh, coordinator Ken Norton Jr. takes the fall. They promote John Pagano, former Charger. He was with the Chargers for 15 years. He's a damn good defensive coach. Uh, he was a, sort of like one of those weird uh, statuses as assistant head coach defense advisor or something, so he was kind of like a dude sitting there in the waiting. Uh, but the Raiders, the only team in the NFL without a pick, that's bad at this point in, in the season. And also having allowed the highest uh, pass rating in the NFL, though, opposing quarterbacks, also not a good statistic if you're a Raider fan. One of the reasons this Raider team is struggling right now. You want me yeah, to handle this? Denver, they fire... Yeah. No, I'll take you. I'll take you. Yeah, thank you. Because these are former Chargers. And there's too much on there. For <laughs> there's a lot of Chargers on the plate here, dude. <laughs> yeah, Charger coaches, most Charger coaches getting fired. No, it was time for McCoy to go in Denver. The yeah. offensive coordinator, uh, Broncos have lost like six in a row. It's Musgrave Love, baby, bringing him up. The QB coach, he's going to replace Mike McCoy. And um, they're going to throw in Paxton Lynch to start this weekend. So a whole lot of change on Denver. Um be interesting to see those cats moving forward how that yeah, works no doubt about it i don't know if paxton lynch is ready or not but hey they're ready for him the other two quarterbacks simeon uh started off the season well and then just dive bombed and then uh obviously osweather came in there awesome. he went oh and three he was awful um they got nowhere to go hopefully lynch is ready or it seems like the uh super genius john elway his only super genius move was uh getting uh, Peyton Manning, and then stacking that defense with all that cap space that they had. Um, so good job, Elway. Let's see where we go from here. If Paxton if Paxton Lynch turns out to be the star that they think he was, that they jumped up to try and, uh, to acquire, that then he'll he'll um, he'll be redeemed. But at this point, uh, everything's up in the air for this Broncos team that's lost six in a row. Whew. Oh, brutal. Dave, speaking of quarterbacks, man, Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo out in San Fran, dude. Yeah. You got to see this cat at some point, right? Yeah, dude. I'm telling you, man. Uh, you trade a guy for a guy with with an extremely high second-round pick, right, to acquire him, and he's a free agent. So, I mean, 
got you know you've got to have a super high pick in this next uh, year's draft where there are projected to be three, four excellent quarterback prospects. I think if you're the 49ers and you're John Lynch right now and Shanny, you want to know what you've got here. You want to know what this guy's worth in terms of the contract that you're going to offer him uh, or are you just, just throwing away a second round pick just to have a guy sit on the bench. It doesn't make a lot of sense there. I need to see this guy on the field. Yeah, and there's no real good time to get him in there. Seahawks at Bears at Texans, Titans Jags, and then at Rams. But hey, you got to find <laughs> no. out what you got in there, dude. I agree. It's a tough stretch. Get the hell on the field. No doubt about it, dude. All right, man. We got some Hall of Fame inductees coming up. Let the people know uh, some of these uh, first-year guys that are just now available to be uh, inducted. Yeah, dude. This is a strong class led by Randy Moss. I think this guy's a first ballot. <laughs> Uh, Ray Lewis absolutely is going to get in. Brian Urlacher, maybe oh, that's a tough call. Richard Seymour, it's close to Steve yeah. Hutchinson. He's probably a lock. And Rondé Barber, dude, a lot. There's a log jam at safety, so he's probably not going to get in with Dawkins and Atwater out there. But man, Whew. this is a stacked class, bro. No doubt, dude. I mean, they only let in what five, six, seven guys a year, and there's like, man, there's a couple of locks right in there, dude. That's that is a. That is a tough, tough situation right there, man. So, um, yeah, dude, gonna throw in an old timer and a coach or whatever. So, not a lot of, not a lot of room, man. It's gonna hey, be, it's a, like the, it's gonna be a, once a, again, Don Coriel on the list and a completely neglected guy. I'll throw it out there. My former, uh, former Cha Cha coach, Air Coriel, baby, one of the innovators of the game, still out there, not in the Hall of Fame. It's a freaking injustice, dude. Hey, I bet you, I, I think that might change this season. I hope so, dude. Hey, real quick note, um, Dwight Freeney let go uh, of the Seahawks today. Uh, 37-year-old guy. He's been on a handful of teams uh, in the latter portion of his career, but seven-time Pro Bowler with the Colts. Uh, He'll probably be uh, a surefire Hall of Famer when he comes available. We'll see if he's done. Uh, He's going to hit the waiver wire. We'll see if if some team thinks that they can uh, throw him in there. He's a situational pass rusher at this point in his career. Yeah, still can get that quarterback, though. All right, Dave, survivor three strikes pool. I've been dead for a while and I don't know, man, the room's getting a little tight. What happened? What happened? It's not good, dude. I had uh, the Kansas City Chiefs over the New York Giants this week um, and along with a... Why wouldn't you? Yeah, along with a huge sampling of the uh, populace out there, I took a loss and that is my final strike in our three strikes. I am done. Also, two other people in our tournament eliminated as well. We are down to six contestants left, three of them with just one strike and two of them with two strikes. So I'm out. Hey, it's almost a relief, Casey, except the part of me that's relieved doesn't really like money very much. The other part of me is <laughs> definitely disappointed. <laughs> yeah, dude, uh, most popular, correct pick, Jacksonville over Cleveland. Like you said, over half the country went down with you and those Chiefs. Yeah. Moving forward, uh, if you haven't picked them yet, Patriots over the Dolphins. We've got Bengals over the Browns. Stillers over to Pack, Eagles over Chicago, or those Seahawks over the 49ers. All of those dude. picks look Speaking great, Seahawks, Casey. Quick. All look great, but somebody's going to get burned. I <laughs> just predicting that that field goal before <laughs> has not, yeah. does make does make any sense. Dude. The, the fake, right? Yeah, yeah. Monday night, yeah. Pete Carroll calls a fake. Seven seconds left. One timeout. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think you take the points right there. Obviously, they would have loved to have them late. Yeah. I don't see the, the 
the benefit of making that call at that point. Not at all, because you needed to score a touchdown for that to pay off. For that gamble to pay off, it had to be a touchdown, or they were going to run out of time uh, on the clock there. Um, and, And we'd see it time and time again, take the points. I don't know how many times we said it this year, last year, year after year. Take the points. You're going to need them later. Uh, and that was a case where they sure as heck would have needed those points later, man. All right, Casey. All right, Dave. It's time for the go back. No, I'm taking this. <laughs> okay, you got it, Brad. got to go back, dude. It's the go back fantasy start yeah. of the week. Dave, let the peoples know. Dude, it was a brutal, brutal. I wish I could go back in the time machine so badly. Uh, I would have made a massive change. First, first of all, starting golf against the Vikings defense and Gurley. <laughs> Not a very wise decision on my part, uh, as they had lit it up for me. Goff, in particular, two weeks in a row, was really shut down um, by that Vikings defense. Golden Tate also uh, relatively ineffective compared to the guys I could have played in Phillip Rivers, uh, uh, Murray for the Vikings, and Sanu for the Falcons. Uh, It was a difference of 28.74. It would have easily destroyed my opponent. Instead, I lost by like five points. Very disappointing at this stage in the season. The go-back machine did not work for me. Um, I'm suffering right now. (laughs) What about you? uh, What do you got? Luckily for me, um, I did have some coaching errors. I was, um, you know, tooting my beep-beep on horn for picking up Pirine um, before all this shit went down. But... I didn't have him in the game, so that 18 <laughs> points went away. And, of course, I didn't play uh, Rashard Matthews. I went with the experts and set this guy on the bench. You know, the matchup against that gritty Steelers defense. Right. Um, that turned to be a huge mistake. That was 18 points. I still won my game easily, crushed the Disco Donkeys. But in my other league, I took an L by 12 points, and I had, like, 30 on the bench. Dude, losing to the Cookie Monsters is exceptionally painful, but... Also, being the second highest scoring team in the league and somehow being fourth in our division is like ironic and also um, very disturbing. I don't know how this whole thing works. <laughs> All right, Casey. Let's... Wins championships, Dave. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Uh, let's move forward, Casey. Let's get away from this BS fantasy stuff and let's get into the real nitty gritty, the actual NFL action on the field of play this week. Get it started. We're going to Turkey Day, baby, and this is a pretty nice lineup here. Oh, yeah, dude. I love having the trifecta now, three games. We get to start it early yep. with the Minnesota Vikings at the Detroit Lions, and the Vikings are three-point favorites on the road. That started as a pick man. That's coming down. Dude, Ah, no question, right? Um, I'll just start with I'll take the defense here. This Vikings defense is really, really good, man, at all three levels. Last week, they, they faced the highest scoring offense in the league, which is ironically the Rams. Um, but this Rams team is legit on the offensive side. They, they gave up a touchdown on the first drive. They forced a fumble to prevent a touchdown, and then they shut the Rams down, and they let Case Keenum and that offense take care of business. This Vikings team is a legitimate Super Bowl contender right now. Going to Detroit, this is a huge, huge divisional matchup. Oh, yeah, dude. You mentioned that offense, man. They talked about, oh, we just couldn't move Case Keenum out of there for Teddy Bridgewater. Don't mess with it, man. It's really starting to work there. How about Latavius Murray, dude? This guy finally looks healthy. He's contributing to this squad. And, dude, Adam Thielen, this guy is unstoppable. Had another huge game. He's already got over 900 yards. And 
This guy, dude, is fast. He took that five-yard pass to the house last yeah. week. Man, lots of weapons on this Vikings team. And, man, if that offense can get to where the defense is, man, whoo, they're going to be in it, baby. Yeah, no doubt. I mentioned earlier the Vikings um, having the six-game winning streak that they're on, but the Lions are on a three-game winning streak of their own, Casey. And this Lions team, uh, this is kind of put-up-or-shut-up time. This is the divisional rival. This is their chance at home on Thanksgiving to take care of business. This is their game to step forward and say, we're a legitimate contender for this division. We're a legitimate contender for the wild card. And um, Matt Stafford, Golden Tate, he seems to be uh, an excellent uh, combination there, but not really consistently lighting it up. Uh, offensively, decent, uh, balanced, more of a balanced offense than his, than previously, but not as explosive. I need more from that group. Yeah, this team really struggled against the Bears last week, but as they've done a lot lately, as they pulled it out and won the game late. But this Lions team was actually the last team to beat the Vikings. That was back in mm. week four, and that was in Minnesota. So you know the place is going to be going off. On Thursday, this is going to be a great game. And, you know, the Lions find a way to win this, man. They are right in the mix. And they got, uh, you know, they got people checking them out. So uh, it's going to be a fun game. No doubt about it, dude. It's going to be good. And talking about good action, man, this is the... um the preview, the the pre-dinner game for uh for the West Coast here, Casey. It's the Los Angeles Chargers at your Dallas Cowboys. My Los Angeles Chargers, our Los Angeles Chargers at your Dallas Cowboys. That's Chargers right. favored by one on the road against your Cowboys. Who would have seen this coming after the Chargers started 0-4? Talk about my Chargers, Casey, a little bit. Oh, dude, they're starting to play better. And every week we've said, Get Keenan Allen the ball. Yep. Get Keenan Allen the ball. Jeez. Why don't they get Keenan Allen the ball? Why it's like they, they finally heard this dude. <laughs> he had 12 catches, 159 yards, and two wow. TDs last week. They need more of that. Maybe not this week, but <laughs> moving forward, see a lot more Keenan. You can find the Chargers right back in the mix. And Dave, when we were watching the draft, uh, and Bosa win at three, I was thinking, thank goodness he's not going to the Cowboys. We were both a little trepidatious on that pick turning out we didn't know what the hell we were talking about because this dude is a freaking beast he might be the best pass rusher in the league with him and ingram together dude bad things bro yeah bad things indeed i mean obviously what they did last week to the rookie quarterback is um is really really uh oh just devastating i mean five picks in the first half (laughs) of his career um the Chargers, obviously, every ball bounced their way last week. But that defense has put together a, a pretty awesome pass rush, like you mentioned, between Ingram and Bosa. And they got other guys that rotate in. The secondary is really benefiting from the fact that the quarterbacks are uh, under a lot more pressure. And like you said, on the other side of the football, um, they finally, uh, have, I think, decided that, hey, we want to run the ball, but... We're not a good running team unless we pass a little bit first. And they let Phillip Rivers pass the football last week. Keenan Allen seems to be able to get open. Like you said, I don't know the numbers, 12 catches, whatever it was. He was ridiculous last week. He got open on every play. And Phillip Rivers knows how to get it to him. He's got a great connection with him. they got to let Phillip open it up and attack. And then we can sneak in the run. Melvin Gordon's a great back. 
but our offensive line can't bust open the holes on a consistent basis. We can't be too stubborn with it. We got to get the ball moving. We got to move the chains a little bit early in this football game in order to give our running game a chance to get going. And Austin Eckler, the undrafted rookie, has really come on lately in the last couple of weeks. I saw him in the last game of preseason. Very exciting player. I said, that guy's got to be on the team. We got him. And now he's showing that was a good move. Uh, this Charger team at four and five, or excuse me, four and six, needs this win. And let's switch it over to your Cowboys at five and five. They need this win also. Oh, yeah, dude. I think your Chargers are going to be able to run against us. Um, everybody has been able to, and now Sean Lee is out for this one. Uh-oh. Hopefully they'll have Anthony Hitchens in there, but the defense is not the same without Sean Lee. But the major trouble is on offense, dude. The last two weeks, only 16 points combined. It was doggone ugly against the Eagles on Sunday night. Eagles are saying the Cowboy players quit. That's not something I'd seen under Jason Garrett, and I don't know that they quit. But they are just not functioning how they should, dude. They can't run the ball without Zeke. I mean, they get it going a little bit, but they can't protect Prescott either. Uh, Tyron Smith is supposed to be back in this game, and the Cowboys have no chance without him there. They got to find it quick, dude, because they were falling out of this playoff picture, dude. And the loss here at home to the Chargers. You, that's a wrap on the season, bro. Yeah, no doubt. You guys had this one circled as a uh, as a W uh, all along, uh, so you cannot afford to drop this one uh, to the Chargers. But you talk about it, that offensive line from last year to this year wasn't as good. Lost those couple of players. It was a step back. Um, and then the way things have transpired, the way you gave up the sacks to the Falcons uh, and Man, I'll tell you, this Chargers defense has got to be licking their chops right now, thinking we've got to get after this guy. We've got to figure out a way to not let Dak Prescott get comfortable because Dak made mistakes in the pocket. He made mistakes forcing the ball downfield last week and gave up turnovers there that really were very costly. Cowboys have to get back to what they do, even though it hasn't been as good this year running the football. And obviously with no Zeke, you don't have it. But you need to pound that rock, go Back to the Chargers are still officially the worst run defense in the NFL. They've played better in the last handful of weeks. The, the Cowboys need to run the football on the Chargers, establish the run, control the clock, and let Dak Prescott choose his, 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 his uh, shots down the field and run the football with Dak a little bit too and, and keep the defense honest. That's how the Cowboys get this win. You know, let's just see McFadden get a couple carries, dude. This guy is MIA, man. Give him a chance. Mm-hmm. What do you got to lose at this point? No doubt. All right, dude. We got the nightcap when you're uh, sitting in that turkey coma and you just need a little more football. We got the Giants <laughs> at Washington. Washington, seven-point favorites at home. Yeah, and just when you think the Giants are utter, complete, and total trash, they come up with a nice performance <laughs> and, beat, and beat a good football team like the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I'll tell you, the, the the Giants are on life support with Ben McAdoo. Um, he's probably the hottest of the hot seats in the NFL. The talk of, let's take a look at Davis Webb uh, and bench Eli. Uh, and, and Eli's got the longest active streak. The season's a complete loss for this Giants uh, squad at this point. But what's what what could make it feel a little bit better? Beat the Redskins. Yeah, dude, and a couple bright spots on a gloomy, dark Giants team. Evan Ingram, the rookie tight end, dude, he is balling out. That's about all Eli's going to have because Sterling Shepard might not play in this game. Damn. He's been suffering migraines, dude. And uh, at running back, dude, Orleans Darkwa, I thought it was going to um, – 
You know, I thought it was going to be Gallman from the rookie out of the Clemson, but Dark was kind of yeah. running with this. So a little bit of run games giving the Giants some life. And, hell, they beat the Chiefs last week, so anything's possible. <laughs> no doubt about it, man. And you got this Washington team, dude. I mean, essentially right now, if you're the Redskins at 4-6, and six, uh, that's the, the division's not an option right now with the 9-1 and one Eagles way out in front, obviously. Um this is a game that saves their season in terms of being in that possible wild card position. And at four and six, like I said, it's it's still a long shot there to even get to the wild card. The way the NFC's shaking out right now, but um, you know, you look at it ultimately uh, with the quarterback. He's sort of playing for his next contract. He's still on the um, the franchise tag right now, and uh, you know they haven't consistently passed the ball. Uh, they have obviously lost Chris Thompson uh, to the injury now. Fat Kelly's gone. Um, you know, man, this this team's in turmoil. Uh, they have got to figure out a way to get this win. Yeah, dude, so many injuries on this Washington team this year. That being said, there's still a handful of games. I can think of at least three that they should have won, that mm. they really gave away, and their their future would be so different with that. But you mentioned the injuries there to Fat Kelly. Uh, um Samaje, I mentioned him a little bit earlier. I thought we were going to see a lot more out of him we early will. in the season, but now he's starting to come on because there's just no one else with Thompson out too. This is going to be the guy moving forward and they're getting healthier on the offensive line. And this is actually the first time that Washington has ever hosted a Thanksgiving Day game. Wow. So you know it's going to be rocking there. And uh, they just need to play solid football, not make the big mistake and – they should roll the Giants, although it's a divisional game, so anything right. can happen. But this is a game they should take and then go home feeling good about themselves. Have a little pumpkin pie, Dave. Pumpkin pie. <laughs> Let's head on over to Sunday, Casey, where the Buffalo Bills head to Kansas City to play the Chiefs. Chiefs at home, nine and a half point favorites. Dude, if you're a veteran player on this Bills team and they <sighs> roll Peterman out there again, oh. you're thinking about not taking the field, dude. That was awful. Yeah. He wasn't ready. Um, and then Tyrod came in there. Granted, he's got a limited skill set too, but right. he's your dude right now. You might need to change it. You, someone next year, but right now it's got to be him. You can't get guys like Shady McCoy to go out there and try to get around what we saw the Peterman. I know it's his first game and he's going to be better, but, um, that was awful. So, um, the Bills were sitting right there, right behind, um, the Patriots when they were five and two. Now they're at five and five. Ooh. Uh, Wrong direction. Yeah. I don't know if that they can get out of this tailspin, Casey. And I think maybe they were playing above themselves when they were 5-2. and two. Uh, I was having a hard time buying into this team, but they were playing safe football. They were winning the turnover battle, and they were running the ball well. They ran the ball well last week. Still, McCoy had a fantastic game against the Chargers, but they didn't have a chance to get it to him very often because they were so far behind that football game so early. They got to go back to what they do right. Uh, protect the football and run the run the football. Play good defense, and they're going to be in this football game uh, with this Kansas City Chiefs team. It's you gotta play defense and run it, run it and play defense. Yeah, dude, and these Chiefs are in a free fall themselves too. Started yep. out five and zero, looking like you know supreme, and now sitting at six and four, coming off. Maybe the worst loss we've seen in the NFL this year at the Giants. He couldn't get a touchdown. Oh. Alex Smith was playing at an MVP level, and that's kind of gone away. I don't know if Kareem Hunt's hit the rookie wall or whatever, but 
last couple of games has just not been there. But the pieces are there. They just got to get it back, you know. The ebb and flow of the season. Still sitting at six and four in first place in the West. Don't mess around and lose to the Bills at yeah. home. And at where home, there's red. Yeah, at home where everything is red and that home field advantage is arguably one of the best in the league. Uh, they should win this game going away. However, this Chiefs team has lost the explosive play. What got them to five and zero, Casey? We saw all those explosive plays. Kelsey Hill, uh, Hunt. Yeah making big time plays 40 50 yards and even last year at the end of the season or you know when they were playing well last year too they've lost that and um Alex Smith was going downfield with the ball early in this season that's kind of gone away too and another thing this defense isn't what it was last year and even earlier no. earlier in this season they're not playing as good defensively they got to get better defensively they got to find a way they got to be stout against the run because I'm telling you this Bills team is going to come in there and try and run on them and they better be able to stop the run and force uh Tyrod Taylor uh Tyrod Taylor to pass on them otherwise um they're going to be in a game where they're losing the time of possession and they're not as getting uh, they're not playing their game they're getting the Bills game played on them so Chiefs got to win this game dude they got to right the ship like you said 5 and 0 to where they are right now uh the, everything's slipping away fast slipping away Yep. <laughs> All right, Dave. We got a super tasty game coming up. The New Orleans Saints at our Los Angeles Rams. Rams two and a half point favorite at home. And Dave, I already told you at the start of the season, these would be two first play games doing battle week twelve in LA. You would have said I was still sitting with my nugs <laughs> at the top of the show. <laughs> well, especially if you'd have told me after the second week when the Saints were zero and two uh, that they would be battling uh, at this point for. Uh, an, as an eight and two squad against this Rams team, um, you know what this this Saints team under Drew Brees is it's reinvented. Drew Brees, we've seen what he can do the last handful of years. I mean, obviously he's a phenomenal Hall of Fame quarterback, but they were seven and nine, seven and nine, seven and nine with him throwing for five thousand yards. Now this team is running the football. Just way differently. They're playing decent defense, which is great, but running the football, um, they racked up all those touchdowns a couple of weeks back. Kamara has been an amazing find, and it's a great one-two tandem at the running back position. Oh, yeah, and they got Drew Brees at quarterback. This is a team that could win the Super Bowl. Yeah, dude, they're scoring over 30 points a game, over 400 yards of offense. That's but a lot. The defense that's making this team, too, giving up less than 20 points a game. Shit, that's like just throwing Drew Brees out in the yard, man. That's that's easy breezy, dude. He's yep. loving this. And then you add in that sick run game. You mentioned Domingo and, and Kamara. They're just getting it done, man. This Saints team is impressive, man. They, I don't know how long they can just keep winning every single game, but they're definitely going to be in the mix come postseason time. Yeah, and you got the L.A. Rams on the other side of the football. Obviously, one of the best stories in the NFL this year. Uh, maybe the comeback player of the year, although he never was anywhere before. But Jared Goff, uh, his performance this year, phenomenal from what he was last year. The Sean McVay, the storyline there with the youngest coach there at 31, putting up one of the most exciting offenses in the league, the highest scoring offense um, going into last week. I don't know if they still are, but... Um, they, they ran up into a tough, tough defense last week in the Vikings. They look to get it back on track offensively. Their defense is solid, um, and they need to get Gurley running the football strong. The Rams at home, this is an opportunity for them to, to right the ship again and show that 
that was just a that was just a bump in the road. This Rams team is is again heading towards the playoffs. Yeah, dude, so much youth on this Rams team last mm-hmm. week against the Vikings was a great learning experience. You know, they they went on the road. They made a lot of self-inflicted uh, wounds that they didn't need, and the Vikings capitalized on pretty yeah. much all of them. That's something that they're learning together as a young team. Now let's see how they respond to that adversity. There was no expectation on this team outside the organization when this year started. Now all of a sudden they found themselves sitting at 7-2. Now there's a ton of expectation on them for them to finish the right way. Let's see how they come back from getting punched in the face. Let's see what happens when the hottest team in the NFL comes into your home. I expect it to be rocking. I don't know if that place will be full, but the people there are diehards. This is a great opportunity for this Rams team to prove that they're legit, and we're going to find out on Sunday if they are. Damn, one of the best games of the weekend right there, man. I'll tell you what. All right, that is going to do it for this Thanksgiving edition of uh, The Trend Zone. He is Casey. I'm Dave. Don't forget, folks, there's tons of ways to check out the football radio show. YouTube channel, you can go ahead and subscribe there. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher Radio, or of course go back to footballradioshow.com and you've got it all right there for you. Again, that is it. Enjoy your turkey day, people, and enjoy the football, food, and family. For Casey, I'm Dave. We are out of here.